Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I'm so excited for some hottie sauce. <laughs> Spread it all over me. <laughs> now the Duke is gone, I need to find myself a lover. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Rihanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we have a big show today. Lots of things to mm. cover. Mm-hmm. Degenerate T-Bone is coming up at 448. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Well, we'll start with the big news. Came down late last night slash early this morning. Urban Meyer fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here is what owner Shad Khan had to say. After deliberation over many weeks and a thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I'm bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change is imperative for everyone. I informed Urban of the change this evening. As I stated in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. Regrettably, it did not happen. In the spirit of closure and recharging our players, staff, and fan base, I will not comment further until some point following the conclusion of the NFL season. Hmm. We can uh, we can discuss later, because I think it's important, about whether Shad Khan has morphed into the worst owner in sports. Because that is a conversation to have. There's a question there I mean, for sure. You look at his record since owning that team, since purchasing that team, it is abysmal. The way he's handed, handled some of his business has been questionable at best. Not to mention toying with that fan base, too, right? Well, he did spend quite a bit of time acting like he was going to move the team to England and then suddenly lost the ability to do that. And now is then he went all in. Was like, oh yeah, I'm all into Jacksonville. Yeah, I love Jacksonville. Okay, that's right. that's that's also bad. Let's talk about the urban uh, situation though. Now, I I had questions about whether this was going to work when he was initially hired there. I did not think that he wouldn't last this season. You know, I thought worst case scenario was he lasts a couple years or he lasts a year. And decides it's not the right place for him, it's not the right fit for him, and quietly moves on, goes back to television, maybe eventually goes back and takes a college job, although I didn't think a high-profile job was in his future ever again. I thought he would end up somewhere, maybe like Cincinnati. I think even that is off the table now, the way that things have unfolded. If you want to talk about the worst-case scenario before the season, Urban Meyer and the Jags pretty much lived it, didn't they? Yeah, they really, I mean, this, the way this all went down is so crazy to me because number one, I think you and I both, I know I did, I think you were in the same boat, 
we were both very interested to watch Urban Meyer in the NFL. Like, I remember saying, I don't know if it'll work out. I don't think it'll work out. But I'm interested to watch if he completely changes who he is. It could work. But I, I remember specifically saying, I'm just glad it's not with my team. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want to watch my team it have to be the one that has to an deal experiment. with that. And you know what? When he first started hiring his coaching staff, you and I both said, okay, well, this is pretty good. He's, well, he's hiring guys on this staff yes. that have lots of NFL experience. So, you know, he's aware that he can't be the football coach he was in college. He can't just surround himself with his friends. He's got to surround himself with people that'll tell him like it is and guys who have been around this league. He did that. And then the Chris Doyle hire happened. And you, yeah. and, I, you and I both said, Uh-oh. well, maybe he's maybe he hasn't learned any lessons here. Yeah, I, I've I was kind of surprised it took that little bit of time for that to occur. And if you think this is some kind of media witch hunt, right, which I've heard that said that the media was out to get Urban Meyer. You know what, though? Those people who say that are clueless apologists. I guess and there's so, nothing. Yeah. There's no amount of facts you can throw at their face that's going to make them change their mind. Well, all right. Was the NFLPA also part of this witch hunt when the first yes, everybody's day, out to get him? The first day of practice, they said, "Hey, let's run an Oklahoma drill." And the NFLPA said, "Uh, it's a non-contract practice. You can't do that. We're appealing to the NFL." And then the NFL fined him. What like? My point is not to say that one instance, see, this is why it wasn't going to work. It's that we said from the beginning, if he'll change what he's done in college and modify his approach to the pros, if he does the ultimate delegation thing and just comes in and tries to be the four to six seconds of relentless effort guy and just set that championship pedigree up at the top of the organization let all the actual ball coaches go out there and do the x's and o's and then don't get don't treat these guys like college athletes because that's never going to work maybe this could do something in the nfl that was the best case scenario and then we saw him hiring a guy that mike the fritz pollard alliance which is not a you know they're not totally down on just looking up every nfl strength and conditioning hire they came out and condemned the Jags for hiring that Chris Doyle guy due to his racist allegations that were in his past. Never mind that that guy also got a bunch of players nearly killed doing workouts, right? That's that's like from the beginning. That was February. Like you said last year, he's hired in January. And every month after, there's been some little stupid else. thing. Something else to take the focus off of the main goal. And I feel, so, I feel sorry for a guy like Trevor Lawrence. I, look, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is... As good and wholesome as a guy as he's made out to be. Some people just put a cape on him, and that's unfair. But he finally had enough this week. Where he came, this is before Urban was fired, where he just said, Look, I we gotta be done with this drama. Yeah. Uh, I've got to right. get better. This team has got to get better. Every single week we gotta come out here and answer all these BS questions that have nothing to do with our performance on the field. We have to get better, we have to get rid of this drama. And from a Jags player standpoint, a Jags fan standpoint, they're hoping they got rid of the drama today when they decided to fire Urban Meyer. Yeah, I, I, I wonder honestly about you know the decision making for the Jags in this case because not not of getting rid of him, but making the hire in the first place because we had our questions, but also we said, well, you know, I guess maybe this could work out, but they they I don't think they ever really got to see. 
I don't know what they saw. I, I would have assumed there was something in the hiring process where they said, ah, yes, this is a different Urban Meyer than what we've always heard about. And I don't, I mean, Urban must have done the greatest acting job of his career for five minutes or whatever amount of time. Well, I don't, I because don't know. I, I don't, how did you not... How did you think it was going to work if you if he just came in and was the guy he's always been? Shad Khan is known as, for better or worse, the opposite of Jerry Jones, where he hires his football people and he lets them do their job with little to no interference. Right. And perhaps, you know, Shad Khan's looking at three national championships in college football. He's looking at Urban Meyer. He's got it in his head. This is his holy grail. If he gets Urban Meyer, it's finally going to turn the tide of this franchise. And so it almost didn't matter what Urban said to him in the interview process. Shad Khan had his mind made up. This is going to be my guy. And maybe it's a little unorthodox to me, but who the hell am I to argue with the success that Urban Myers had? He's going to come in here. I'm going to let him do things his way. I'm not going to hire Urban Meyer and say, yes, you're my guy, and then micromanage what he does. I'm going to let him do his thing. And unfortunately, though, Urban didn't have a clue, and he sunk his own ship. Yeah, he he really didn't, and I that is also stunning to me that there was such from the on urban side of things, stunning that there was such a lack of understanding of what this was because, yeah, you know, the story that came out yesterday about Josh Lambeau, him walking over and kicking him, and hey, don't do that. Well, I can kick you whenever I want. I'm the head ball coach. Uh, all right, man. Like you're not talk even even kickers in the NFL. I know football guy likes to minimize kickers, but. These guys are all part of the players association. They're all paid a lot of them millions of dollars. These kickers, they feel they rightfully so feel like they belong in this NFL locker room too. And who are you to come over and kick me during a practice? And for a football guy who wants to say, well, football's a different work environment than anywhere else. Oh, all right. Go do that to a linebacker and see how it goes. Right? Like I get that coaches sometimes might grab your face mask or grab you by the shoulder pads and get in your face That's a little different. bit. There's a That's, line. Th- kicking a guy while that's he's different. stretching? That's something that you do. That's what that's a bully thing. That's what bullies do. Well, that's, that's just that's stupid. what surprises me when people want to talk about Urban Meyer was bullied by the yeah, media in what world? throughout this process. It's it's hilarious to me because for thirty years this guy's been the bully. That's what he does. This that's guy's a- been the bully. He's treated people like garbage yep. for the past 30 years. He's had success. He's fallen ass backwards into money. He can't take his trophies away, but he's been a bully, and he's treated people terribly. You know, we hear the stories from people who were there. I've, I've heard more than I can count. I don't have the permission to share a lot of these stories, no, or else I would. To sum I, it up, we have, I'm not here to protect Urban Meyer's fleeting reputation. No, we have heard plenty from people who have had interactions with Regular him. interactions, yes, too. Not with, just like I ran into him at the Giant Eagle. No, like in a professional capacity. I mean, look what we do for a living, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, we're going to talk to people who are over at Ohio State. Now, you and I don't have sources. We don't, you know, we're not breaking news or anything. But the reality is there were always stories that Urban was very tough to work for. And those are not behind closed doors, right? It's very public knowledge that a lot of assistant coaches basically said, I know Urban's terrible to work for, but if I work for him for two years at Ohio State or Florida, I'll probably end up being a head coach somewhere. And I'll I'll just I'll just take it for two years. And I'm not and talking about being demanding. That's okay, different. because that I'm sure different. Panama Ted would say working on this show is demanding. 
I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about her, Urban having expectations and holding you to his standards. I'm talking about demeaning people yeah. on a regular basis. Not treat. Well, I'll say this. If you walked up to Urban Meyer and you were introduced to him as like a recruit and you didn't look him in the eye or you were a half an hour late to your meeting or anything like that, Urban would probably say, I don't want this guy. This guy can't have him around this program. He's trouble. I don't want him. But Urban has no problem doing that to people he thinks are beneath him. You're on his time all the time. Whenever he feels like showing up, that's when he shows up. He doesn't look people in the eye when he talks to him. He looks at whatever he thinks is important. He doesn't like those may seem like little things, but he's the guy teaching leadership courses at Ohio State. He's the guy writing E plus R equals O books about how if you change your response, your outcome is going to be different. He doesn't practice what he preaches, guys. That's the thing. That's why everyone in the news media and sports and in college football and the pros said, wonder how this is going to go, because every college athlete knows the difference between them and a pro athlete. Up until recently, college athletes had no agency. You're just you're just going to be gone, right? If if you back talk the head coach or if you say something the coach doesn't like, you get in his face, you're gone. You're done. You're not playing. There's nothing you can really do. You can transfer and sit out a year. Pro athletes will say, "Excuse me, I have a contract. I have a players association. I have an agent. I there's an owner. It's not Gene Smith is not his boss." A guy who's worth $12 billion was his boss. Those guys don't like hearing from their the other people that they've hired. Hey, man, you made a look, look at this guy. He's he's an absolute jerk. No one likes working for him. That's embarrassing to a guy like Shad Khan. And if everyone in his organization says, I can't stand working for this guy, what is he supposed to do? Stick around and say, well, I already paid him, so he's got to be here. No. He's not getting the job done either. If he had won six or seven games this year, they'd probably find a way to tolerate it. But you don't win. You act like a jerk. No one is there to defend you. And you're embarrassing your boss who's worth billions of dollars. Hit the road. More urban conversation coming up next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on slowdowns in that area. And more delays expected on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has custom packing materials, shipping supplies, and services. This Friday through Sunday, get 50% off UPS ground and express shipping services. Ship express by the 21st, so they get there in time for the holiday. In-store only. Offer ends on the 19th. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous 
surprises. We just got some news, kind of big news. Ohio State basketball against Kentucky on Saturday has been canceled yep, because of virus issues with the Buckeyes. COVID outbreak. Uh, they are not traveling today to the game, so that's a huge bummer. I mean, obviously, do what you got to do, right? Yeah, I mean, we're going to look, we're going to see more of this. This is hitting every single sport. The question is, as we learn more about how this new variant is affecting people, how do you proceed? You know, I know the NFL is having conversations about shortening the time that, you know, fully vaccinated, asymptomatic people have to be away from the facility, even if they test positive. And maybe a couple months from now, once, you know, boosters are available to everyone, which they are, but people get time to go get their boosters and we have other therapeutics that maybe the definition changes where they're not canceling these games and canceling trips. But as of now, if you have an outbreak on the team, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, there's not. And it's it's too bad, man. I was really looking forward to this game. And I I, I know that it will not be something I would be excited about happening. It may be the right thing to take a pause in sports, at least in the U.S., and say, we're going to postpone everything for a week. We're going to pick our seasons back yeah, up. Yeah, I just, I, you know, we have this thing with the, the English Premier League is thinking about doing that too. I just don't know what that does because this is not a sport problem. It's a world problem. No, I, I agree. But what I'm saying is to the other alternative is you're going to have this. You're going to have a bunch of teams missing games. And in college basketball, while it sucks for us as fans, and I'm sure for Kentucky fans too, like the reality is we could still have a, a good Buckeye basketball season and you can still go to the NCAA tournament and all those other things, right? You could probably miss multiple games in college basketball and still find a way to make that happen. What sucks is, you know, the NFL is not like that. You you need to have everyone play an equal number of games in the NFL. You only have 17 of them. So if you start, the NFL keeps saying, we're not canceling, we're not canceling, we're not canceling. All right, is that any better if you end up with a situation like you had last year with Denver, where you had four quarterbacks out and a wide receiver goes and plays. That's fine because Denver wasn't really going anywhere last year. And people you know, said, oh, well, what are you going to do? That's too bad for them, but it doesn't really impact anything. Except the team you're playing might get a benefit from no, that. No, you're, you're right. Except the league doesn't have an equal playing field at that point. That's not the same as injuries. These are all, a lot of them, players who have no symptoms and could fully go out and play if if rules were different. They're not. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if they would just say, guys, we need everyone to stay in, stay in your house, don't have guests over, take a week, seven days, you're paid millions of dollars, just stay in your house for seven yeah, days. I, I know. I get just, the food delivered. I and, don't think it's feasible. I understand what you're saying. I know. In a clinical setting, it makes all the sense in the world. I, when you put human beings into the equation, I don't think it's feasible. The NFL, I guess, has you know deeper rosters and practice squads. Although I understand what you're saying, too. Just because you can feel the roster doesn't oh, yeah. mean you should That's feel it. the roster. They'll, they'll, I get it. They'll get through all these games, and I'm sure they will put, com, you know, air quotes, competitive teams out there. Listen, I'm not saying this just because the Browns are dealing with that. How many teams along with the Browns are in the ex expanded protocol or the Washington has like 21. Yeah. I'm people saying in the I, protocol. I think there's seven or eight NFL teams that are currently in the same or similar position that the Browns are. This is going to, you know, get worse if something's not done. And that, you know, again, I can't imagine the NFL. Think about that. If they pause the NFL season, you'd either have to eliminate a game, which they're not going to do, 
Or you'd have to, I guess, do they still have the two-week break for the Super Bowl, or did we get rid of that? No, I think it's still there. Yeah, two weeks. Maybe that's the only thing you could do is just push everything back to one week between championship weekend and Super Bowl. They're not moving the Super Bowl. Super Bowl has, you know, hotel rooms booked and hospitality packages booked, and they're not changing any of that. So maybe that's the only way you do it is take a week and reset. Maybe they do it uh, around the playoffs. I don't know, but... It's it's getting to a point where this is going to continue to get bad. Urban fired in Jacksonville after 13 games. I never thought it would end like this. I didn't think it would end well, but I didn't think it would end 13 games into year number one. But they had to make the move. Shad Khan had no choice. And look, I know it's his team, and he can do what he wants, but I don't think he was going to be allowed to leave these owner meetings in Dallas saying Urban Meyer is still my guy. Well, and let's not discount that, right? He's hanging around all the other billionaires that he He's around the billionaires, the commissioner is there in Dallas. They had meetings scheduled this week. That's where he was yesterday. That's where he made this decision, in Dallas at owners' meetings. Well, and so what happens when you get around all your co-workers, more or less? Like his equals, his peers, the other... The other owners are people that he probably thinks a little bit more of than the average person because they're like him. And he doesn't want to be the laughing stock of that group any more than he already is. If you walk, you're right. If he leaves that meeting and says, nope, he's still my guy. I'm defending him. He knows what the, he knows how untenable that position is. Everyone's going to be laughing at him. And believe it or not, guys who are worth $12 billion still don't like to be laughed at. So where does Urban go from here? Does he coach again? Does he go back to college? Does he go back to TV? We'll give you our thoughts coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-70 downtown split eastbound before US-23. Traffic is slow from the 71-315 west split in this area. Plan on some heavy backups as they try to get things cleaned up. About a 10-15 to 15 minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. All right, let's do some housekeeping. So Buckeye basketball against Kentucky canceled on Saturday because of positive COVID tests in the Buckeye basketball program. Yeah, and if people are wondering, they are saying this game will not be rescheduled. So if you were hoping for that, that's not happening again. We're just not going to have this OSU-Kentucky matchup. We were going to have that game, of course, here on the fan because all Buckeye basketball games are right here. Because we had Buckeye basketball on the fan, the Browns game against the Raiders was going to be on 1460 ESPN. But now that we don't have Buckeye basketball here on the fan, now Browns will be heard here 
on the FM starting at 2.30 on Saturday against the Raiders. Coverage starts 2.30, kick is at 4.30, catch all the action right here on the fan. That is pretty incredible because if you think about it, we were supposed to have, or I don't think this game was going to be on any of our airwaves because of all these other obligations, but... There was also supposed to be a Blue Jackets game. We were going to have that one too. It was going to be because it was later. Yes. Okay. That the was Buckeye be, basketball game would have been over. So we, we were going to run Blue Jackets later at night, but that too has been canceled so for Saturday. If you're keeping track on the fan, a busy day of sports has just become one game. Much less busy. <laughs> yeah. So we have okay, the Browns. That's, that's unfortunate and frustrating. Going back to Urban. Urban gets canned late last night, early this morning. Head coach of Jacksonville. You know, when I was a much younger man, I believed in karma. And everybody, lots of people believe in a version of karma. Maybe your version of karma is the Almighty judging you when you die. I don't necessarily have that belief system. But I believed in karma. That you throw some stuff out in the universe, and if it's good, you'll get rewarded. If it's bad, life will kick you in the face. But I've seen too many bad people, see too many bad people be successful. To still believe in karma? It's been a while since I've done that. Okay. But hearing this urban news last night almost made me believe for five minutes that karma exists. Because let me tell you something, guys. And I rarely do this. But Urban Meyer's a bad guy. He is. He's a bad guy. He treats people poorly. When he was hired here to be the head coach at Ohio State, I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision what to do because I just I didn't like Urban Meyer. But you know what? I make this decision in everyday life. Maybe there's an actor or actress you don't particularly like, but you like the movies that they're in or there's a band that you like, but you don't like the musician and the way they live their personal life. And do you just stop listening to that music or do you try and forget it and still separate the music from the person? And I had to do that with Urban Meyer. I had to remind myself that. I was a Buckeye fan before, and I will be here after Urban Meyer is long gone. And so I'm not going to let that ruin my Buckeye fandom. And he came here, and he had tremendous success. We can argue whether the success should have been greater or not. Sure. You know, that's still up for debate. But the dude won a national championship. I can't take that away, and I don't want to take that away. Because as a Buckeye fan, I was along for the ride, and it was awesome. But if I think about how the sausage was made... To steal another analogy that I had from yesterday doesn't make me happy because I know the guy making the sausage. I know that is a bad guy. Well, and and I don't, I acknowledge that in sports we do sometimes overlook character flaws for winning, right? And and Urban is is a very flawed human. I think we can all admit that. But for me, when he came to Ohio State, I said, yeah, I, a lot of my dislike was just he was the coach of a really good Florida team. And I, I know there were things that came out of Florida, but at the time, some of that stuff that came out, I said, how how true is that? How much of that is overblown? How much of that is spilled milk? Yeah, it's, it's the guys like Mike Bianchi having yes. an axe to grind, right. so he continues to write these pieces. Well, I'm I'm here to tell you, after many years of you know seeing it up close around here and seeing how this all works, you're right. Urban gets you results, but he does burn a lot of bridges along the way. And I can understand now why all those Florida writers, the second he left town, were like, this guy sucks. He is bad news. You get it now. And sadly, it took some incidents 
here to see it, right? I think no clearer incident can you point to than all the lies he had around the Zach Smith situation. If that, if you walked away from that situation and thought that was a good dude, we just don't see the world the same way, and that's fine. We may never. But after all that, my eyes were fully open, and I said, all right, I don't, I don't root. I root for the Buckeyes like you. I root for the Buckeyes to be successful. If that means Urban Meyer wins some games, well, that's an unfortunate side effect of it. But no, I'm, I I cease to be a fan of his after understanding that whole Zach Smith situation, how he handled it from going back to Florida and who this guy really was. And that's where I said, nothing's changed with this guy. And no. so when he went out and went on to the NFL, we, of course, I'm, I am here for someone actually doing the redemption story. I am here for someone to actually change. So if he changes, if he realizes his faults, if he does better, then I'll say, all right, maybe he's changed. Good for him. But we never saw that, and we never will. The only difference is in Jacksonville, he lost more games in one season than he lost in all the years here at Ohio State. And so that's why now it's untenable. Sad to say, and this is the grim reality, folks, if he'd gone out and won eight games to this point in the season, there's no talk of firing him. There there would be still some people dissatisfied with how he coaches. There would be the story maybe of Josh Lambeau, but you know what that'd probably be? That'd be like an item in the offseason where it'd be like, yeah, Urban has got some uh, unconventional methods, but can't argue with the results. The reality is he failed on the field, and that allowed everyone to see his failures off the field and that's a bigger issue that I don't know how we fix. Look, I'm no, I'm no saint, right? I'm not saying you have to be to be a. There's a, a difference coach. between being a saint and treating people like humans. There, there is a difference between making a bad decision and being a bad guy. Yep. Jim Tressel made bad decisions. Okay. Yeah, but Tressel, you I can know t- he's I not can a bad guy. I can tell you with all honesty, Jim Jim Tressel's not a bad guy. No. That doesn't mean that I wasn't in favor of him leaving the program because I thought the time was up and it was time to move on. But I never let that cloud my judgment that uh, you know bad decisions were the same as being a bad guy. I'll tell you right now, Urban Meyer's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He may have done some good things. You, oh, may, have, okay. you may have had a pleasant you know interaction we, we, with we him. We talk whatever. about it all the time. There's no such thing as universally good or universally evil. So, yes, of course, Urban Meyer did some good things in his 57 years of life. Of course. He's not the Antichrist. Well, right. But I'm I here mean, to tell you, more often than not, bad dude. Lance Armstrong. I would say probably a bad dude. Now, did plenty of good things. But when you go out and try to wreck people's lives the way he did for telling the truth, that's a bad guy. Maybe different than what Urban's doing now. But the point here is you can see someone who's done some good and ultimately say, but I don't I don't want to be associated with that guy. Here's the other icky part of this whole story, Mike. College football has for years looked at bad guys and said, well, it's a bad guy who wins football games, though. He's a bad guy who can recruit. I don't really like him. No one likes him, but we want to win. Bobby Petrino as as an also probably bad guy, famously went back to the school he spurned in the first place, Louisville, right? They hired him back years later, many years later. I don't think that's happening around these parts, but... No, well, let's discuss if that. You, if you think that Urban is done, period, end of story ever with coaching, I would say most likely that's correct, but it's not, period, end of story. I've I've had some people ask... 
does he come back here in some sort of consultant capacity? No. No. Uh, I'd be shocked to see it. Too many bridges were burned over at Ohio well, State. It's not going to happen. If you're Ryan Day, that's a complete slap in the face. It's not going to happen. You can't do that. If Ryan Day is brought in and this is the decision and everybody's on board with it and now you're going to keep someone over his shoulder? No way. There's no. no That Bob Stoops situation at Oklahoma, that ain't happening here. Or at no, least it better not. That's that's not going to happen here. Um, there's not another program that's going to touch him this year. Maybe in a couple of years, there's a small chance. I don't think it's a big time job, but you know, someone up and coming school wants to make a name for themselves. If Urban has that itch, he needs to scratch. I can see it happening, but in terms of Urban Meyer being a power player in college football, no, that's finished. Yeah, I, I think that you brought that scenario up the other week of if there was a situation where Ryan Day were to leave Ohio State and if Luke Fickle was still at Cincinnati when that occurred, Luke would probably get a good, solid look from Ohio State. And if that then left Cincinnati open and Urban's around and available, I right, I don't even think that could happen right no, now if, I, if no. there was a Ryan Day to the NFL there's too thing. Much, there's too much bad press out there. There's too much. No, and look... The name of the game in college football is recruiting. Exactly. How are you going to walk into someone's living room after saying, yeah, I went up to one of the best players in franchise history and kicked him while he was stretching and called him a bunch of names? Like, they're going to say, well, how do I know you're not going to treat my kid like that? And Urban says, oh, you can trust me. Look at me. How, how would I lie to you? And they're like, that, like, the entirety of your career has been lies. We see it. We've It's countless times we've seen you lie. Why would we believe you? I, you're right. It's going to take a little bit of time or a lot of bit of time for some people before anyone will say, all right, maybe you can go back to doing this. But then the other question is, does he want to go deal with portal land and transfer yeah, land? It's a different world now, man. NIL land. I don't know. Who had the best signing day in the country? We will tell you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound at Mound Street. Traffic is stop and go from West Broad Street and still building in this area. Please be very careful as cars begin to clear. About a six to seven minute slowdown in the meantime. Starting report is sponsored by JCPenney. Dashing for JCPenney's Super Saturday sale. It's the last weekend to shop before Christmas. So make room in your sleigh for thousands of doorbusters. Double up on Arizona jeans plus play it smart with extra savings on kids' favorite toys. Hurry, wrap up the savings Friday to Sunday. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. It is my uh, my final show before Christmas. Oh, yeah. So soak me in for a while. I'll I'm be so back on the 28th. Supposed to soak you in? Soak me in. Mm. 
I don't know if I want to do that. Can I just, well, can I just listen? You got to, you know, I don't want, I know I don't want to soak you in. I'm just soak sounds, me in. This sounds very bad. It's a hot day. You're parched. You've got a, you know, big slurpee. Yeah. What do you do? You just take a couple sips and you're done? No. Do you soak? You, you suck that thing dry oh, is what su- you do. Okay, you suck it in. Yes. Mm. I want you to suck me in. Okay. Well, you've sucked dry. me in with all that discussion right there. You know what? In fact, I don't like what you just said. I'm going to walk around the desk and kick you. Can you please get into a stretch? Can you get into a lunge position so yes, I can I kick will. you? Because that is what I've heard is what it's a professional thing to do. Yes, I will. Very professional. And then we'll go massage some crackies. <laughs> well, we'd have to first... Control your whore daughter! <laughs> we would first have to purchase a restaurant with our names on it. He doesn't own that restaurant. All right. Well, we he have sold, to get he sold him to, his name. Someone needs to put our name on a restaurant and then... We can go and be lured on the dance floor by... Common man's kombucha. Remember, it's never the fault of the guy who's doing the groping. It's always the fault of the lady for looking gropable, according yes. to some people. I that's, don't un- that's right. I don't understand that, really, but that's what I've heard. All right, signing day yesterday. Alabama, Georgia's... Uh, Georgia's. Hey, Georgia's... Georgia's... Georgia and Texas A&M were all jockeying for the number one recruiting class on Wednesday... But it was the Aggies who were able to pull ahead and claim the top spot after the first day of the early signing period. Texas A&M has steadily risen in the class rankings over the last few weeks and finally pulled ahead of Alabama for the number one class, landing four ESPN top 300 commits. Aggies were able to sign the number one overall prospect, depending on which service you're looking at, defensive tackle Walter Nolan, after reports surfaced that Nolan might be entertaining Tennessee. All right. I mean, look, if uh, Texas A&M wins that battle, I've said this before and I will say it again. It's a, it's a nice thing to say you're the number one class. It's a nice thing to get to that level, right? I'm sure Texas A&M fans are thrilled about this. But what really and truly matters is do you have, if you're Alabama, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Georgia, all Clemson, all the schools that want to be vying for a national championship year in, year out, that actually have a realistic shot at it, it would seem like. You need to be pulling in top five, top six classes every single year and then making sure that the players you bring in, more than half of them hit and are actually impactful, good players who end up sticking around for at least three years, don't transfer out. So that's good for Texas A&M, but if you think that means they've pulled ahead of Alabama in anything else other than a recruiting breaking in December, you are sadly mistaken. No, and, and while this is important, of course, and we had you know Ryan Day on yesterday talking about how he really likes the 2022 class and you know all of that, but it's going to be the ability to mix and match the recruiting classes with the transfer portal. I mean, you've got guys in the portal that can come in and help you next year. Sure. You may have some super freshmen that come in and help you next year too, but guys in the portal... Some of them have played four years elsewhere. They're looking for the right fit to come in and help you now. That's going to be where the coaches really make their money. Not just on signing days like this, but do they have that portal power? Portal power! (laughs) Heroes in a half shell! Portal Portal power! power. (laughs) That's what they need. The perfect combination of both of those things. Well, and that's why I, I think some of the people who internalize millionaire coaches' struggles... that I. I find it frustrating and also laughable. More laughable than frustrating. 
when you see people like, oh, these coaches' jobs got so difficult with the transfer portal. It's like, well, he's paid $8 million to figure it out. So I think he's going to, or $3 million to figure it out, whatever you're making. The point is, everybody's making ridiculous money to be a head coach in the NFL or in college football. So I don't necessarily care if it's a little more difficult for your head coach to figure out, well, we were only 15th in the recruiting rankings, but we did get six transfers in. We think those guys are all good. And if you can figure that out and master it, you're right. You will do very well. I just don't think that's the end of college football. I think it's just another wrinkle to an already complex system that a lot of these guys have figured out, and they will figure it out, these coaches, again. It just takes time. I was reading a very happy piece in the Detroit Free Press today about Michigan's recruiting class. They had a very good class yesterday, and Jim Harbaugh attributes it, well, doesn't fully attribute it to one thing, but he says this certainly helps. Nothing helps recruiting better than winning, so we keep a huge focus on that. But yeah, got some more hours in the day to be able to put concentration and focus on recruiting youngsters to the great state of Michigan and specifically the University of Michigan. I like how he says specifically the University of Michigan. (laughs) Just in case you thought Jim Harbaugh was out there recruiting for Western Michigan, no. Or you thought he was bringing some recruits to the Upper Peninsula just to like give them a chance to go hang out in the... I don't know, whatever's going on up there. The overall vibe of this, though, was, you know, hey, you know, it's much easier for me to do my job now that I can walk in having beaten Ohio State. And I'm sure it is, I bet it is, yeah. And this is what we've been saying. Be careful what you wish for, dopes, because it's not just about winning one game. That one action now makes it easier for Jim Harbaugh to go out and get more talent so he can beat your ass next year. It amazes me the amount of people that I hear who say the same thing, that, that will say both of these statements. One statement, which is, oh no, this this reporter put out this story about Ohio State losing this recruit. That's going to negatively impact our recruiting. Or This person on national television said this about Ohio State. That's unfair. They shouldn't be allowed to say that. That's going to negatively hurt recruiting. They're like so panicked about everything hurting recruiting negatively. And then when it comes to like, well, I don't ever want to see Michigan be good because that means Ohio State could lose to them. They're like, yeah, but it's good for the Big Ten. What what happened in negatively impacting recruiting? Do Do you not know who Michigan's going after? Now, not the last 20 years. They've not been very successful at it. But they're trying to get a lot of the same recruits Ohio State is. They haven't been in some of those conversations, but they've been in more of them than you think. And there's always a few guys that go to Michigan that you thought were going to go to Ohio State and vice versa. That has been way more towards Ohio State side of the ledger the last few years. But give Michigan another win or two in this series. And even right now, you could say it's already starting. That can become a much bigger issue. So I don't get the people who are always recurring about or always worried about negative recruiting, but then don't mind it with like, oh, well, Michigan being good, that's good for the Big Ten. No, it it can also negatively impact your recruiting. Ryan Day got some good news today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a couple of accidents. One crash blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound at Mound Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from West Broad Street in this area. We'll also find an accident blocking the two left lanes of I-71 southbound at Fifth Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Hudson Street. Please use extra caution over here. Traffic report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies and the year sales, the perfect time to upgrade. Save big on computers featuring Windows 11 Pro that easily automate workflow. All with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, 
Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Would you rather Thursday? Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. All right, so Ryan Day got some good news today. Ronnie Hickman says he is coming back next season to help the secondary. That is good news. Well, you can make a case he was the most consistent player that you had back there this season. Yeah, him or Denzel Burke. I mean, those are the two guys. But yeah, he was one of the better players that we had, and good to see that he'll be back for this team. I am I'm very interested to see what the defense looks like next year and I know it's a ways off but as we're all aware next year starts off with a big one right you're playing Notre Dame Marcus Freeman I believe that will be his first game I don't think Notre Dame has any games prior to that right they're not going to like anywhere else so huh well I don't know why what you're saying te- why is Texas bowl game they're playing in Oh, well, okay, so it's fine. his first game. Okay, you're right, game. you're right. Okay, first game with, like, his all-new class and everything else. Well, I couldn't remember if they were actually coaching in that you ball know game. What I, or... I love, too, is that you have a microphone right in front of your damn face, <laughs> and yet you're just mouthing <laughs> just words to us. Turn, <laughs> your, turn your microphone all right. on. All right, so let me be clear. His first true road game will be coaching against the Buckeyes, right? Yes. There you go. Okay. At his former stomping grounds. You don't think there's going to be a little juice for that game? You don't think that's going to be a little exciting in the shoe? And we're going to be seeing what a new defense looks like. We're going to find out how this team improved over the offseason. Like, in some ways, I almost can't wait for the new season to start. Because I don't even want to really think about bowl season, honestly. It's just going to be painful. I, uh... I heard some stuff today because, you know, there are going to be some guys that decide not to play in the Rose Bowl. And I understand why. It may bum me out as a fan because I want to see my team at full strength. But I totally understand their decision. And I know Garrett Wilson had said that he's undecided. But through the grapevine, I've heard that he's not going to play. Okay. And I think Haskell Garrett is probably not going to play. Wow. Which I find interesting because he said he was going to Senior Bowl practices. But well, I mean, if, he's not going to play in the Rose Bowl. Well, the Senior Bowl is, I mean, that's there's a lot more scouts there than at the Rose Bowl. Let's be honest. I mean, there will be some scouts at the Rose Bowl, but that the whole point of the Senior Bowl is to show off what you can do for NFL scouts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it, it, listen, I have said this from day one, man. I could, If you're asking, would I leave college early to go into the profession that I have chosen, I can truthfully and honestly answer you that yes, I would do that because I did do that. I was not offered millions of dollars, but I was a freshman at Ohio State. No, I, I under, and the, again, I understand the why radio you're doing station it. I was working at offered me a full time job, it and I said, All right, "It I'm doesn't quitting. mean that as a fan you can't be a little bummed out too." Right? Well, can't, we've been talking about this with Urban Meyer. Like, did I not enjoy all the winning? Yes, of course I did. I thought that was great. 
Can I also be of the mind, though, that this guy probably is a grade A jerk? Yes. Did some things that I don't agree with. Yes. So I can have both mindsets that, yeah, the winning was fun. I really am not a fan of the person who helped us do it. In this situation with the Rose Bowl, I want to see the Buckeyes win. I want to see the Buckeyes put on the best performance they can. And I'd love to see every player who can help to that effect be on the field. But logically speaking, is it the best decision for some of these guys who have NFL futures to do so? No, not to risk it for one meaningless game other than for the fun aspect of us as fans. Sorry, that's not it's not worth it. You're not playing for a championship. Just playing for the Rose Bowl. And sorry to the traditionalists, that doesn't matter as much anymore as it used to. Jackson Mahomes, who is the brother of Pat Mahomes, finds himself at the center of another scandal. Jackson Mahomes has a lot of followers on social media. I don't follow him, but uh, a lot of people do. And I guess he acts like a douchebag. (laughs) Well, don't forget, there was the situation with the Washington football team. They had the very hastily thrown together the Sean ceremony for thing. Sean Taylor. Yeah. And they put somehow he and his family were in the area where they had that roped off for his number and they ended up standing right on it. And then he was doing little TikTok dances on that number. Yes, He's very active on social media, very active on the talk. And he apparently tried to take a large party of people into a cocktail bar in Kansas city And the establishment said, I'm sorry, your party is too big. We can't accommodate you. And so he went on social media then and ripped this this place a new one. The place is called Sot or Sot, S-O-T. All right. A cocktail bar on Grand Boulevard in Kansas City. So he goes on social media, says, this place sucks. They They wouldn't seat me. Don't go there. And so, you know, that's small business. That can be a problem. Yeah, this guy, Jackson Mahomes, has a lot of followers on social media. So the business felt they needed to respond. And again, I don't know if this is the smartest thing in the world, but it's getting a lot of press today. Here's what the business had to say. It's time to have a talk. Today, we're experiencing a lot of activity over social media regarding a recent visit paid to us by an unhappy guest. This person happens to have a lot of followers on social media, and therefore, it's something we cannot ignore. Voice, reach, and influence are power. In our case, and with many businesses that are locally owned, the power of a few social media personalities can make or break that business. Uh, This grants these people this certain power to affect our livelihoods. There are those who have built their influence by being responsible, informed, positive, and sincere. There are also those that have built their followings by being the opposite. That being said, we have some apologies to make. Dear at Jackson Mahomes. Hmm. We are sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they're above the rules and will lash out at the employee enforcing them. We're sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We're sorry that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do, and then instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it to try and crash a small business. We survived a global pandemic will survive your ego. (laughs) We're sorry you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media, but then again, that is an expectation that we would have from a mature and rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on the memorials of tragically lost people for their TikTok clout. They referenced all of it, huh? We have not been, we have been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented, much more famous family. But we would like to think that if we did, 
we'd have that much luck. If we had that much luck, we would use our influence in more responsible ways. We hope our apology finds you well. <laughs> Man, they they shut him down pretty good. They did. Good. Now, I don't know if it's going to work out for him. I mean, I have no idea. But, uh, see, this is why I couldn't own a business. Because I would see a, a review like that, right? right where, yeah. you know, you clearly weren't following the rules or, you know... I, I walked in with my party at 22 and they couldn't seat me right away. I hate this place. One star. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I would lash out in a similar fashion. I would do something like this. I don't know if that's the best route for the business. Although, who the hell knows? Well, Maybe they're getting a lot more business today because of it. I'll tell you this, though. It, it is always good in life. A general principle I try to live by is punch up, not not down. You know, try not to go after someone that you think has, I guess, more to lose than you do like or less to i don't know what the right way to say that is but you know what i mean don't go I'm after punching you right now that's punch <laughs> actually can you walk over and kick me i'm about to do a stretch um so i say that bar is the little guy here jackson mahomes as dumb as he is he's what 20 years old he's got a lot to learn about life he's the bigger person here right as far as influence and possible causing that business to have a problem he's got two hundred and fifty-five thousand followers I'm sure plenty of those folks would be interested in knowing where he goes to dinner and what he likes and what he doesn't. And if he says he doesn't like this place and they don't really provide any context as to why that could be bad. I don't blame the business for coming out swinging this. He came, he started it. He pushed the button and said, you guys suck. You're terrible. And I don't like you now. Can I ask this question? If you're Jackson Mahomes, far be it from me to know what his relationship with his brother is like, but I do have a brother. He's my younger brother. In this case, And you Jackson, are a celebrity, just like no, Pat no, Mahomes no, no, is a celebrity. No, 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 no. That's is that not what where you're getting going. at here? No. I am saying, like, my brother has his business that he does, right? If that was something where he said, hey, man, come with me to, you know, stuff that I do for work. Come with me. My goal would be to not embarrass him, to not get in his way to not cost him anything i would not want to be a distraction for him i would just be glad he wanted me to be a part of his life and part of his circle and we have a good relationship right it looks like jackson mahomes and pat mahomes have a pretty good relationship jackson mahomes is invited around a lot of things that pat mahomes is yeah, doing pat appears on a lot of his tiktok okay, videos right so if i'm jackson mahomes the last thing i would want to do is say well my brother, who has done a lot of things in his life and has achieved some level of notoriety, I didn't do those. I'm not trying to get in on that. I'm trying to just enjoy the ride. I'm trying to be a part of it. I'm trying not to embarrass you. This is embarrassing, whether it should be or not for Pat Mahomes. I don't think he's personally responsible for Jackson Mahomes, but it doesn't look You good. don't think Pat's got to answer questions about this today? Oh, I'm sure. This is does. a big story in Kansas City. I'm, I'm sure quite he does. sure he does. Well, and, and just from that standpoint, just being annoyed by the question, it affects Pat Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. I I would want to stay off the radar and not. I'm not saying the dude can't have a TikTok or not live his life. Sure, be who you want to be. That's all fine. But when you're like using your brother's name in some way, you're using a family member's name, and then you're going out and taking the clout that he's kind of given you, and you're using it to go attack like a small business. That's not the right way to do that. Now, he is 20 years old, so he's obviously not learned enough about life. But I hope this is a good wake-up moment for him that this is not the right way to do it. Nick Saban not complaining about the transfer portal today. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find on I-71 southbound at 5th Avenue, the exit ramp is blocked due to emergency crews on scene from an earlier crash. That 5th Avenue off-ramp again is blocked. Please be careful. Avoid this if possible and seek an alternate route. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Never more than a few moments away from saying something stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Let's talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. Can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, much, much more. They have an expert staff, and if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment if someone lets you. A treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years. A lot of guys take pills. Sometimes they don't work or give you unwanted side effects. They're going to work with you to find the right treatment for you. It's not one size fits all. No? No. Okay, that's good. You know what they say about treatments? What do they say? They're just like peepees. Mm-hmm. It's not one size fits all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Call them today. 614-300-7400 or visit them online. ColumbusMensClinic.com I'm just, Slash Bing Bong. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Columbus Men's Clinic uses a slightly more detailed and technical language than PP to refer to whatever <laughs> no. they're doing. They, they <laughs> Just want to point out, okay, you may not. I if your expectations you're going to go in there, there's going to be a doctor who's like, "Bing bong, time to look at the PP." Like that's you'll probably get more I'll than that. What? I'm guessing that would put me at ease, would it? Yes. If I look, if I had somebody walk in there with a sock puppet and said, "Bing bong, time to look at your peepee," I would instantly be put at ease. Like, all right, well, nothing bad's going to happen all here. Right. Well, we had this. He's got dis- a sock puppet. We had this discussion in the office today on a on a different note, and you had a very different tone. Maybe it's because it was a different discussion. What we were talking about the news, and I said, you know, there's a lot of newscasts. We have them here. Ten TV does a great job. Where the, the news is tough, right? Some days you come in and it's like four people dead today after, you know, train derailment in Northeast Washington. We go live to the scene now with details yeah. and they do that newscaster voice. It's very authoritative and reassuring. And then the person on the other end is like, yes, we're here in Washington. And that's how they all talk, right? I said one week, maybe a newscast should just switch it up, have some, I don't know, broed out dude from California who's eating some guac, and he's just sitting there like, bros, got some heavy news today, man. There's a train derailment out in Washington. I really don't even know how to handle it, but we're going to talk to some dude about it. Here you go. 
Fair warning. It's a little rough. Like I, that would actually put me at ease. And you said, "No, I don't want that." You don't want that. No. And I, I said, "Well, that would actually, I would actually, I would take that in small doses." I want a professional person who sounds like they know what they're doing, telling me the news. I usually want, that. and then after the news is over, I want them to say, "Now that was a that was a heavy story, wasn't it?" You don't have to worry. There's no trains in your backyard. Okay. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> this happened to other people. And then they're like, listen. Not to you. Not every news story. And they start breaking into song and start taking off their loafers and putting on Converse tennis shoes. Putting a Mr. Rogers? On Mr. Rogers, right. Yes. And then a puppet comes out. Mr. McFeely comes in. <laughs> Mr. McFeely has had a larger part of my life than I ever expected due to Daniel Tiger. Oh, I love, I love Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I for, like I forgot about a lot of these characters, and then Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is a thing that my mm-hmm. kids have watched, and That's now right. I'm reminded of all those things from Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, I watched the movie with, with Tom Hanks. I, did, I, couldn't, I didn't try to watch it because I thought it might be weird. Was it weird? I did, I did not like it, and I don't know if the real Mr. Rogers was like this, but you know, I forget who's the other character in the movie. I don't know. I didn't see Tom it. Tom Hanks, look it up, Teddy. Whoever the... Other characters I in the, the movie. The story was a reporter. Right. Was I'm, covering for, I'm forgetting something. who played the reporter. Okay. But anyway, their job is to go interview Mr. Rogers. It's the guy from the Americans. It's the father on the Americans, Matthew Reese or something like that. I don't know. But sure, that sounds right. Anyway, and so he goes and talks, and like every single question to Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers turns back on him and says, Well, how does that make you feel? And let's talk about you. And he's like, no, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about you. That's why I'm here. Right. And and it was like, why are you yelling at me? I'm Mr. Rogers. I would. You know what I was thinking? I'd yell at you, too, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I I don't want to hear what do I feel. I don't want you projecting stuff back at me. I'm asking you a very simple question. Answer the question. I think that might have just been the people writing the movie not doing a good job. Well, maybe. Maybe that's it. Because my natural reaction to that would be like. Well, I'm just going to play this game back with you. Is it's like, well, it's not about me. It's about you. How does it make you feel? And then we're just going to have this standoff where we both are just like, well, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I don't know what you think. And then eventually we're just like, well, this was pointless. And we leave. And there's no movie. So they had to do something, right? I guess they wanted to show Mr. Rogers cared. And he was he was a, well, a good man that, and all fine, that stuff. that's fine. But and you know was. what? Look, I talk about mental health a lot, you know, and and I've talked with therapists and psychiatrists over my life. And it's all about finding the right fit for you. I went to a therapist once who was one of those types of people where I'd say, this is why how I feel. Yeah. Well, why do you think you feel that way? I don't know. You <laughs> tell me. And, you know, But some people right. get off on that. They're like, well, let me take you back 25 years and we'll talk about my childhood. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I made a connection I didn't know was there. Thank you, doctor, for constantly throwing asinine questions in my face well, until and I the, figured it out myself. And the doctor just sat there and let him do it. Well, and it that's the out. thing is that that works for some people. And that's great for me. I want to walk in there, lay out my problems, and I want a therapist to say, all right, here's where you're stupid, here's where you're not stupid, here's what you work on, say four Hail Marys, see you later. You know, I'm, I'm maybe confusing know. Catholicism right, with therapy. It. That's fine. Well, you know, actually, it's funny, because I think you just said you want a therapist who does what you would do, which is basically like, you know what your problem is? You do this, you do this, that's stupid, that's dumb, don't do that, bing bong, you're healed. And then you're like, wow, thank you, doc. No, but you know what it is sometimes? I just want someone to tell me I'm being unreasonable and an a-hole. That's what I want. Oh, well, I mean, you don't have to pay a therapist for that. I can I'll, tell you fine, anytime I'll you want. Fine, I'll pay you. That's, <laughs> but you know what the other thing is? And again, 
this is what I why well, I have to talk to people. Yeah. I only want women giving me advice. Really? I don't talk to men. Yeah, you know, you should probably someone see see someone about I that. have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I don't like I don't like male doctors. Really? I like female doctors. I like female therapists. Some That's people say, I don't want to have a female boss. I would love to have a female boss. My entire life is to please older females. You know what? I will say, I mean, I, I don't have that issue. I have had male doctors, female doctors. I have had male bosses, female bosses, and I have had plenty of good experiences either way. But the first, well, not first, one of my most impactful people in my life coming up through like my teenage years was my basketball coach in junior high. Her name was Amy Swangham. No, Amy Swangham, Miss Swangham. She was our English teacher, and she was great. She was a fantastic basketball coach. But I remember, like, the first couple practices, I was weirded out because I'd never had a woman coach for anything. This is this was a, you know, boys basketball team. I'd never had a female coach. And it, after two practices, I got right over that. and was like, she's the coach. She's going to yell at us and scream at us just like any other coach would. And, I, and, and that helped me, honestly, growing up later on to not have a problem if you know i wasn't used to that i got over it very quickly and and yeah some of my best bosses i've ever had have been women bosses i'm <laughs> i'm with you i've actually had better experiences most of the time when that's been the case all right nick saban is not complaining about the transfer portal today he got all american former lsu all american corner eli ricks in the transfer portal Ricks was attached to the Buckeyes a couple weeks ago, yeah. and then we got wind that Ryan Day would stop pursuing him because he thought by pursuing Eli Ricks, that would piss off some of the 2022 corner recruits that were in this class. So I don't know if that was real, if Ryan Day felt like the tide was turning, so he said, well, I'm just, all right, well, I'm breaking up with you before you break up with me, essentially. Uh, tide was turning. I see what you did there. Well, all yeah. right, fine. It's not what I did. <laughs> But Nick Saban got him. He's he certainly going to help the defense next year. Well, does it surprise you that there's a player that's in the SEC who's disgruntled and said, hey, I'd like to come play at Ohio State. And Ohio State said, now nah, we're good. That Nick Saban's not going to be one of the other instant calls that he is going to be made. And sure, I don't think any of these coaches truly need, like, if you're a coach at a top 10 program, a perennial top 10 program, let alone Alabama or Ohio State, you don't really need to complain about the transfer portal. Nine times out of ten, that thing's going to work in your favor, not the other way around. Uh, Tom Brady is starting his own clothing line. I also ate a three-pound sandwich right before the show, and I may have to explode all over the place. Hmm. I got something. Well, thanks for sharing that. Knocking on the door. I'm just trying to prepare people. What was it doing? You come back, it may just be bone. That's a different... I was thinking of... Oops, ready. Who had the little pregame ritual with the... uh, Oh, Carlos Baerga? Yeah. Slapping his pee-pee on a metal stool? That's right. There's going to be a stool involved. Oh, there's maybe a stool sample. Definitely a stool. <laughs> All right, whatever I said is coming up next. Yeah, Common yeah. Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-70 eastbound at Mound Street. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow from West Broad Street as it recovers. You'll also find some slowdowns on 71 southbound at 5th Avenue. That earlier crash has been moved to the off-avenue ramp, but it is still blocked with emergency crews on scene. Please avoid. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling i'm a big fan of preventative maintenance something will eventually go wrong and if you're not prepared it is sure to cost you money that's why i want you to sign up for a care plan my guys at care make sure your heater and ac are running in tip-top shape taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues surprises suck be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Here's the latest today. Buckeye basketball against Kentucky on Saturday in Vegas has been canceled because of positive Rona tests with the Buckeyes. And more word today that the Browns have more positive tests. Yeah, I saw Jacina Anderson just tweeted that within the last 10 minutes that She's told there will be there are more Browns positives that have returned today. She doesn't have more info on that, but more news to come. It sounds like on this, that's not great for a team that's already dealing with quite a few COVID absences. I guess here's here's the question I have ultimately with the NFL. There's got to be something that changes with all this, and I'm not just saying it as a Browns fan. You either have to say. All right, maybe we should cancel some games. If you if you if you are going down this pathway that if you have COVID and you're asymptomatic, but you've been ba- vaccinated and all that and you're just asymptomatic, but you've tested positive, you have to sit out a game. If that's where we're truly going to go with this, then you've got to start considering whether or not it's safe to play games if you're going to have 20 plus players on a 53 man roster off your team. The other way you could go with that though, as you've pointed out Mike, is at some point we're going to have to have a discussion about what a COVID positive test looks like for professional athletes. I'm not talking about everyday life. I'm not talking about your kids at school. We're talking about professional grown men, athletes, grown women, athletes too, who have the option to take all these vaccines if they want. And if they don't want to, that's, that's their choice. There should be some kind of paper you can sign saying if I'm asymptomatic and I've got all the stuff that I believe in taken, I can go play and I'm not going to sue the NFL later for it or whatever. Like there's well, got yes, to there's got to be some way we could get that done. We got to figure that out in sports, and you know who the hell knows with this new variant. Maybe we have to figure that out in life. What a positive test means, because you know why? Are, why are there so many positive tests now? Well, that's because these guys are getting tested all the time, right? Right. Yeah. They're getting tested at least once a week at NFL facilities. Uh, college basketball programs are getting tested on a regular basis. Guys like you and me, we're not. The chances are we could have COVID could, right now. Yes, you and I would not know but it I've unless had, we were in a situation where I've we had have three to get shots. I've had my booster shot. You know, there's a chance I could have COVID right now. The difference is I'm not going out and getting weekly tests. And so we have to determine if that's still a smart thing to do. Yeah, I know. And I and I don't know what the answer is there. I'm not smart enough to know. I'm not claiming that I have that insight. I'm saying 
what what is the when do we reach a point where you say you've got everything every maybe it is when you get the therapeutics right a little bit better but i'm just wondering when the point becomes all right you've got everything you can to protect from getting the worst form of covid you can and you are asymptomatic with this particular variant now i don't know what it does when you go out and play and give it to everybody else and then make other people sick and they pass it to someone in their family when they go home and that person doesn't have a vaccine. I know the NFL is in all these pro sports leagues. They are trying to, as much as they want to talk about, they care about the health and safety of their players. And I'm sure they do. It's also about trying to cover their butts. If someone gets COVID from one of the players in the game, that's what they're trying to say is we're doing everything we can to prevent that. I just wonder at what point maybe they need to go back to a bubble, man. I don't know. Maybe they- that's one of the few things that we don't talk about much that actually did work, right? Once they had well, those... the NFL didn't bubble. No, I know they didn't. And look what happened last year compared to a lot of the other sports that did. A lot of the other sports were able to get their stuff done. The NFL was the one that, they got their stuff done too, but they did it with Denver having yeah, no, no quarterbacks. I, 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 and, and I, I understand that. I get it. But the other side of that is, you know, that's a grind on these guys when it comes to their families too. I, know I, I don't want to minimize that. Is. And so, and then when does the bubble end? If this is the same situation next year, are we just bubbling again? It's it's impractical. Well, that's fine, but it is also impractical to put a game together. You can't tell me the NFL playoffs are going to be meaningful. And by the way, don't forget, we've got college football playoffs coming up here. I don't really care about the bowl games as much. That's going to be no, its I own crap show. Playoff games either. Well, my, my team's po- not in it. I don't care. Okay, but would it not be a farce if you get to college football playoff game and suddenly, let's say. Georgia rolls out there and they've got 35 guys on the COVID list and you Michigan does not. What happens? You go to the bullpen. Buckeyes play. <laughs> <laughs> Rematch. Buckeyes are in the playoffs. <laughs> Rematch. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Uh, Tom Brady is poised to enter the fashion game with his new fashion line. Brady. I don't know why I want to whisper it. Brady. Set to launch on January 12th. Uh, he announced the brand today. And he will partner with nine college athletes and one recent draftee, including Michigan quarterback Kate McNamara. All right, all right. Well, he's a he's a former Michigan quarterback. He's trying, he is, to, of course, you know, give a little love to the alma mater and a guy playing the same position. Brady is proud to stand behind the next generation of greatness. The company said on Instagram, having these ten athletes represent our first Brady campaign is really special. They're hardworking and driven players in the early stages of their careers, and each one of them embodies the spirit and ethos in which our brand was founded. Brady. Ethos. Ethos. I always like that word when it's used. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right. So, what kind of clothes do you think he's going to have? Well, I don't know. Did they show any pictures of I, this? I, I didn't see it. I just have this text story here. Okay. You think, but do you, do you get the feeling it's going to be like casual clothing, like hoodies and t-shirts or I mean, if upscale a, and decorative silk scarves? Here, <laughs> what I was honestly thinking when you said fashion line was like athletic wear. Hmm. Like, like right. maybe not athletic wear is the right term, but you know, the, the, the kids now are wearing the sweatpants with the cuff legs at the bottom, like, you know, joggers. I could see him making a very upscale version of that upscale athletic wear that yes you could wear to a gym or you just wear out as your style choice that kind of thing and i'm looking i don't see any actual clothing stuff what do they call that athleisure 
I think is, yeah, the, I think is so. the correct term for that, that style of clothing where you could, yes, wear it to a gym, but you could also just wear it out like normal. I don't see any images of the clothing. Well, then we'll never know because we'll never buy it. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't think they're think... going to make your size. Probably <laughs> yeah. not mine either. Gotcha. What oh, it? you're saying you're saying people can just go to the store and buy clothing that fits them instantly? Must be nice. Must be nice to buy, buy off me, the rack? Buy clothes you off know, the I, rack. I hate when I go to read a story, it's like, you've reached your article limit. Shut up. Well, let it, me read it. I don't mind it when my local paper does that because it's like, all right, you want people who read this all the time to pay local for it. Paper. I understand. Well, you know what I doing, mean. Cutting and pasting AP stories and charging you a nickel. In my mind, that's the local paper is still a nickel, by the way. <laughs> okay. My point is, like, I've gone to the Tampa Bay Times a couple times this week. And like, you've reached your limit. And it's like, I'm never going to read your paper except for, like, now because there's a couple stories I want to read. Usually, I'm not going there. I guess it is going to be, like, uh, athleisure. Yeah. Okay. So, I guessed right. Look at that. Got my finger on the pulse of fashion, Mike. That's mm-hmm. what I'm known for. He's been developing it for three years. Oh, wow. It's going to be based in Los Angeles. Um, Says revenue is ex- predicted to hit $500 million Huh? in 2021. How is that possible? How is it predicted? They've just launched it. <laughs> Have they sold it? This article is back from September now. What, uh, what, what's the, is it, what's the name of the company again? Brady. Oh, how could I forget? All right, I'm going to look for Brady Fashion. Is there a website? Brady created the label with Jen's Grade or Grad, the co-founder of Kim Kardashian's Skims. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't either. But this thing, okay. There's got to be a website to go to. All right, you know right? what? This this segment sucks. No, your your segment sucks. That's what I got to well, say. Well, that's fine. That. I'm, yes, it does suck. Let's move on. I want to go. Leanna's no. ready for traffic. Oh well, fine. Leanna. Are you going to whisper Leanna's name? That, that is either, you either said that in a very sultry Leanna. way or in a very like creepy, like. The call I, is coming from inside the house. Which, by the way, Leanna. I saw there was a new trailer for a little scream action. Scream is back? I think there's something I saw a, a commercial for. It, and I thought at first, I thought it was somebody spoofing scream. And then I realized, oh, no, it's, scream is back. I had to turn away. Yeah. I can't watch that. You know the terrifying new plot? What's that? They make you watch Drew Barrymore's talk show for two hours. (laughs) And you wish to be stabbed to death. (laughs) You keep waiting for the scream guy to (laughs) come. Like, would someone please just pop out of the curtains and do this already? Come on. Uh, Degenerate T-Bone is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. I'm waiting for the scream man right now. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound after 11th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Hudson Street in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as they try to get things clear. And please use caution in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Smart Mouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice the use. Opening back up, you check the news, you check with your friends, you check your mask. But wait, did you check your breath? Get Smart Mouth, the only mouthwash that, that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with just two rinses a day. Find Smart Mouth in the mouthwash aisle at Dollar General or get 20% off at smartmouth.com slash radio. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, This is my last show before Christmas. I'll be back on the 28th. So I wish you all merriment good tidings Mm, that's very nice of you yes i hope you have a wonderful time with your family and that you don't kill each other so this is technically it's going to be a while before you and i work together again because you're going to be gone next week yeah i'll be gone the week after yeah and then and then we'll eventually we're back we're back or we're dead that could be too never know what could happen over the holidays i mean we are getting the two-year-old chainsaws so oh yeah yeah that's uh, that's not from that. You know, Santa's going to bring whatever Santa's going to bring, but we figured that's the appropriate age for time a chainsaw, for this kid to learn how to. Yeah. You know, you yeah. never know when you're going to need a chainsaw, Mike. Why start when you're there like eighteen? That's I stupid. like it. Degenerate T Bone, let's do it. Common man in T Bones. Degenerate T Bone. Degenerate T Bone. T Bones picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health, bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Bone. All right, man, I'm going to give you a three-way parlay for tonight in the NBA. And then I'm going to ask, actually, for your help. Okay. Because this weekend, I am headed to the state up north. Because we're going to go watch an NBA game, theoretically, if it happens, between the Rockets and the Pistons. And I will be able to legally place bets on that game and anything else I want to, because I'll be in a state where they've got some sense. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you to help me fill out my futures bets that I'm going to place this weekend. But first, here's the uh, parlay for tonight. You have got, I'm going to give you three guys that I think are all going to go over 20 points. You can bet on all three of these guys. And then if you parlay that, I'll tell you what you win. Domitas Sabonis, he is playing for the Pacers. He is a very good player for them. I think he can get over 20 points. I don't think that one's going to be too difficult. They're going up against the Pistons tonight. I'm going to pencil him in for going over 20. Kevin Durant going up against the Sixers. Big matchup. He's going to need to play big. I think he will, and I think he easily gets over 20 points. So does Vegas, by the way. It's like 200 to 1 odds that he won't do that. So, yeah, I think he will. And then Eric Gordon, who has had a surprisingly good year for the Rockets. They keep resting him. They like take him in and out of the lineup because, well, he's old. But he is good, and he rested last night against the Cavs. I think he's going tonight, and I'm going to say that he gets over 20 against the Knicks uh, returning home. So I'm going to say those three guys, you parlay that together. If all three of them go over 20, $10 wager gets you 51.78. Now, NFL futures bets, AFC and NFC championship odds. I want you to help me pick, Mike, who's going to match up in the Super Bowl. But here's the kicker. I don't want to pick 
either of the... I don't want to pick the favorites because those are not good odds. All right. I want to do a two-team parlay when I go to Michigan. And I want to get, like, really good odds so that if it hits, I make a lot of money. All right. So we're going to eliminate from the AFC the Chiefs at plus 240. and Jags the Patriots. and Lions. No. <laughs> okay, we have to be good, realistic. Good odds. Chiefs plus 240. Patriots plus 300. In the AFC, I've got the Bills plus 700. Titans plus 800. Chargers or 10 to 1 odds. That's plus 1,000. Ravens at 14 to 1. Colts at 16 to 1. Browns at 18 to 1. Bengals at 20 to 1. Which team of those would you go with if you had to guess right now? It's going to get if there is a one of those you, that could get the AFC championship. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Bills, Titans, Chargers, Ravens, Colts, Browns. We've talked about the Titans. I think the Titans are a sneaky good pick because right. you know they've been treading water. They're nine and four. In all likelihood, they're going to win that division. And then healthy, fresh Derrick Henry comes back in the postseason and runs all over people. I like that thought. All right, Titans, who I else? Like, I like an, engra- an engaged Vrabel as well. And we know what he'll do to win a Super Bowl, so that's good well, call by you. he says it. NFC Championship odds. We're going to eliminate the two favorites. Bucks and Packers. Bucks are plus 210. Buccaneers. Packers plus 350. So you have then the Cardinals at 4.5 to 1. The Rams at 5.5 to 1. Cowboys, 6.5 to 1. Niners at 16 to 1, Eagles at 50 to 1 along with the Vikings. This one's a little easier. It's not going to be any of those teams I don't think, but Rams. Rams at uh, right, I mean I still have questions about right. what Matt Stafford's going to be in the postseason, but you know, roster for roster, they're the most talented roster there. Yeah. And they just beat the Cardinals. Maybe that's a little recency bias too. I'm surprised you can get better odds on the Cardinals than the Rams right now. Like or not better odds that the Cardinals are still favored over the Rams. I like the Rams pick there, too. So I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to fill it out. And I'm going to go with Rams and If you win money, do you give me some some of that money for helping you? No. Okay. Because I'm the one who drove to Michigan and placed the bet. It's my money. Fair enough. I'm putting it in there. But thank you for the help. That was kind of where I was leaning, but I wanted to see what you think. So I appreciate that, buddy. That was very helpful. Good for you. Is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Well, we're out of time. There was more. You know, looking at the clock. Trying to stay when on has time. the clock stopped us? <laughs> Never. Well, Actually, Leanna, Leanna. It probably should have stopped us she more. She loves often it than when does. we run late. She oh, loves it's her it. favorite thing. She has no other plans on Friday night. It's not Friday, it's Thursday. You know what I mean. Thursday's a new Friday. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you one other bet I am placing when I go there this weekend. I am hammering this. UC's going to cover against Bama. Yeah. Yep. 14 points. I hope it goes up a little higher, but I'm taking whatever the number is. I'm going to take UC to cover in that game. Okay. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, including us talking about Urban, we will have that for the rundown. During the rundown, for the rundown, who cares? Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Hello? Watch out for an, ac- <laughs> an accident on Route 315 Southbound after 670. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mm-hmm. Mike, there's some interesting info coming out of Jacksonville. You may have heard there was a bit of a story. Well, should we do this in the rundown or... We can, we can, we can do it now. There's just some updates because uh, the new head coach of breakfast, which is what I'm calling Jacksonville's team at this point, is now <laughs> speaking to the media. That would be Daryl Bevel. He took over for Urban Meyer after he was uh, unceremoniously dropped by the Jags yesterday. So, if you if you forget, he was also the interim head coach in Detroit last year. In my mind, Daryl Bevel has one of those used car salesman commercials. Need a head coach for your dumpster fire? Call 1-800-BEVEL. <laughs> Is that how I'll it goes? I'll be there in a jiff. Lions, Jags. And then out of nowhere, you get uh, Ed Orgeron to just pop up and be like, you need a Hummer? And it's just like, well, I, sure, yes. Are we selling Hummers too? I'm bringing the chick I'm screwing to practice and her kids. What a... Yeah, of all the weird stories this year, th- there's been plenty of oddities in coaching. It's... Crazy that right, Urban anyway, Meyer may have Bevel, them all. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so Daryl Bevel said that yesterday, obviously Urban was let go last night. Urban left the building before last night's meetings and didn't return. Now, that seems odd to me, and perhaps, the, you know, these guys, they're all in the building. They probably got a sense of what's going down here. But I'm reading this article, and it says that absence may not have set off any alarms among their staff because one of the complaints that had been making the rounds about Urban was that he routinely left the office early, allowing others to work while he didn't. Now, Bevel also said that, and this is talking to the media, he was asked about James Robinson, the running back, who of course has been benched or was benched under Urban and didn't really get a satisfactory answer as to why. Bevel said, quote, James Robinson is our starting running back and he will be played as such. So that's a clear like, yeah, the last guy, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but this is our starting running back and that's what's going on. This is uh this is interesting. You know what? Let's just let's do the rundown. Common man and T Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Biggest story of the day is Urban Meyer getting fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. This coming down late last night, early this morning. And we gave our thoughts in the 3 o'clock hour. We're not going to rehash all of those thoughts. But if you want to hear them again, the podcast is there for you. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. But going back to what you were talking about with that story. About how Urban was known for leaving early. You know, we can go back to the whole contract with the family thing. And how he said he was a changed man when he came to Columbus. And a lot of us rolled our eyes at that. I know that wasn't necessarily true when he was here, 
Maybe it was true in Jacksonville just because he realized very quickly he did not want to be there. This did not suit him. If you watched any of that game on Sunday, he was just mentally checked out. He was staring into space. He looked like he was on another planet. That handshake with Vrabel was comical for a variety of reasons. It was. But it, it looked like someone who was unprepared for a meeting and then just got their lunch handed to them by someone else in the same meeting. Well, yeah, and, I, and I've seen a lot of people say this today, where Urban's the ultimate con man because, you know, he's going to fall ass backwards in all this money. He doesn't have to finish out this job that he clearly hates. And you have to wonder, especially with him not showing up to these meetings, even before he knew he was fired, was he trying to get fired? Was he doing everything he could know. do? just so he could get the hell out of there and not have to quit. Well, that that's the oddest part for me is, I, you know, if, if trust me, I, I value work-life balance and, and being around my kids and my wife, and I want to be at home as often as I can. I also understand, though, if you take a big job like he just did and they're paying you, you know, $10 million a year to coach football, you're going to have some nights and weekends that are just going to be busy. Like, that's, I don't think in year one, Anybody would blame you if you said, yeah, I'm working 18 hour days, but I've got to fix a lot of things around here. Once we get a culture installed, once we get my guys in their places and all the coaches fully understand what I'm trying to do and I earn their trust and they earn mine, then yeah, I can give them a little bit more power in the day to day and I can maybe leave a couple hours Coaching earlier than usual. Is not a job for people with perspective. You know, I'm, when Thad Mata took the job at Ohio State, I remember having him on. And he came on the show, and I said, what was the last movie you saw in a theater? And he said, Star Wars. <laughs> right. You know, these guys, these guys don't have regular lives. They're not necessarily adjusted humans. I'm not saying that's the best way to live, but when you take on a career like that, especially at the age of 57, when you're filthy rich, when you've accomplished everything else you need to accomplish at the amateur level... You know, there's no reason for you to take that job. But if you're going to take it, you've got to be prepared to put in the hours. And and maybe he did for a little bit. And then he realized this was a different animal than what he expected. And it's not the same thing as coaching in college. Well, then he should have resigned. Well, right. And not just not... hang his staff out to dry. Can I tell you something, though? I just saw this, too. And, and I thought about putting... I thought about checking for this for Degenerate T-Bone. And I just flat out forgot to. This should tell you all you need to know about the culture and the perception around the Jags before Urban was fired and after he was fired. Because do you know who the Jags are playing this weekend? They are playing the, the Texans. Fellow awful Texans. Yeah. And well, they already lost two once. You year. might remember earlier this year. Yes, they got beat by the Texans and it was not pretty. And the final score was a little different than what it actually was. They got destroyed by the Texans. And then only in the end, they put a couple touchdowns up to make it look better. This game is in Jacksonville. Texans, of course, are the same record as the Jags. Jags looked completely lifeless last week. The Jags are favored by four and a half in this game. You know why? Because I guarantee Davis you... Davis Mills is starting for the Texans. Well, all right, that's part of it. But also, I guarantee you it's because there's a lot of betters going to this and saying, put all your money on the Jags because they are going to play like whatever they're capable of. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're going to see a you're much right. closer version of that now. There's probably going to be a lot better moods. There's probably going to be a lot better game prep because Urban's not hanging over everybody's heads. Can we also stop hearing from people saying that Urban failed because... His assistants were out to get him. Oh, Lord. Or he didn't, 
He didn't take all of his college buddies with him to coach in the NFL. First of all, did someone go to Urban Meyer's house with a gun and say, you must hire these people? Urban Meyer had free reign, reign that too, to hire whoever the hell he wanted for this staff. Yeah. So, so how was the staff working against him? If he, if he hired a bunch of leakers and snitches, whose fault is that? He hired these people. That was his call. Maybe he's right. Maybe they're all stupid. But you hired them. Right. That... So then you're stupid for hiring them. I can't, I cannot get behind the narrative that there's this witch hunt. All these people didn't want him to succeed. All the, a lot of these people were hired. They were all hired by him, but also the ones who weren't, who were a part of Jacksonville, like, you know, Trent Bulky, I don't think was hired by him, right? They hired Trent Bulky and then he, along with Shad Khan, decided Urban should be brought in. Those guys wanted him to succeed. Everyone wanted him to succeed. That was in Jacksonville. And yes, the media around the NFL have been waiting for him to fail. You know who else they're waiting to fail? Cliff Kingsbury. You know what stories they can't really write about Cliff Kingsbury right now? Cliff Kingsbury's a failure. You know why? Because he's not. He showed up. He did different things that he did in college. He, yes, has a great quarterback and all that other stuff and came into a decent-ish team, but still had to build that up last year, and now that team's one of the better teams in the NFL. I bet you the same people who had the knives out for Urban had the knives out for fashion model Cliff Kingsbury, who was unsuccessful at Texas Tech. But then he went out and did it, and they said, well, I guess I can't write all these things about him being bad, because he's not. So also Cliff Kingsbury didn't get photographed at his own bar groping a lady like there's lots of other things too let's stop pretending urban was part of the gotcha culture and that urban actually just finally reaped the consequences of well, his own that's actions. what i was going to say urban didn't just turn into this guy at the age of 57 there's two differences here he didn't win any games and he didn't have a well-oiled machine protecting protecting him which he had down in florida and he had here yep you're exactly you know, right. That's what it is. And it's not just the university that protects. It's influential business people in this town that protect. All of a sudden, that went away. Well, you know what else protects him in, in college? This is not just here. The guy who's in charge of hiring and firing coaches at most schools makes less money than Urban Meyer, right? The president of these schools, the board of these schools, they all make less money than Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, etc., when you go to the NFL, the guy who signs your paycheck could sneeze and lose more money than Urban Meyer's ever made. So that guy, Shad Khan, does not have to tolerate Urban's BS, but he's notorious for tolerating poor performance, mediocre teams. Shad Khan is known as one of the guys who lets it just kind of simmer for a while before he'll actually make any changes. The fact that Shad Khan is the guy who ultimately pulled the plug 13 games into his NFL tenure, that should tell you how bad this truly was. All right, so the other news today is that the NFL is just awash with positive tests. Here's the latest. Case Keenum has tested positive. Nick Mullins is your starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, All right. Man, I was really excited about Case Keenum for a variety of reasons, but chief chief among them, him talking about having full chub back there in the backfield. Now you can get excited for Nick Mullins. I I, look, I, I'm going to try real hard to be excited about this, but if Nick Mullins pulls this off, it's one of the greatest upsets in NFL history. Yes. The rundown. The rundown.
We had some craziness last night and had nothing to do with Urban. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash block in the left lane of 71 southbound after 11th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go and still building in this area. And Route 315 southbound after 670, a disabled vehicle block in the left lane. Traffic is heavily backed up here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hitting speed bumps in your hiring process, streamline your route to Hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Find your next great hired and visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. T-Bone has something very important to tell you. That's right, Mike. Now's a great time to treat yourself to the gift of great water. Maybe you've heard me talking about Kinetico, how I love having it in my home, and you're saying, I want to do that. Well, good news. I got a deal for you. You just tell Kinetico you want the T-Bone deal, and you can get an additional $200 off any new equipment purchase. Now's a great time to do it. Get the hard problem water that's flowing through your pipes. Turn it into soft, clean, funk-free water as mm. i like to call it mike Bunk free get that through your entire home i've got the k5 drinking water station that means no more bottled water for us that is a great thing we are so glad to have that also have the premier series water softeners so whichever way you go maybe you get both everything that you want from Connecticut when it comes to fixing your water they've got systems to fit your needs and budget ConnecticutColumbus.com and tell them you want the t-bone deal to get $200 off any new equipment purchase. You know, things with Urban were wild last night. You were telling me you were watching another game that was wild yeah. last night. So I saw, because I have the uh, NBA package. Oh, it must be nice. It is. It must is. be nice. I love it. It's great. And they had a game on between the Pelicans, who are awful, and the Thunder, who you might remember just had one of the worst losses in NBA history, not but a few weeks ago. So I was not watching that game in its entirety, but I saw it was in the fourth quarter. There's two minutes left, and it's a tight game. And I thought, well, let's just flip it on and see what happens, right? That could be interesting. I'm glad I did, because if I hadn't flipped it on, I would have missed this great ending where there were not one but two buzzer beaters, more or less, in this game. There was a shot from the Thunder. Shea Gilgis-Alexander hits this three-pointer, like 35 feet out. He was being fouled. And the refs didn't call it. And he still somehow made this tremendous shot. Then there's that tied the game up in Oklahoma City. Then the you know the Pelicans get the ball with a second and a half left, no timeouts. Under their own basket, they throw it in, and Devontae Graham throws up a prayer from three-quarters court, and it goes in. We have the audio from this. The first audio you're going to hear is the shot from the Thunder. 
Yes, we right? have both shots. This is from the Pelicans radio. This is the pe- who's on the call? Um, it is Todd Graffanini, All I right. believe. Former Major League infielder Tony Graffanino is on the call here. <laughs> right. He's depressed at first because, you know, his team is on the other end of this great shot that it looks like is going to win the game. And then he's very happy because his team makes a shot that wins the game. I'll shut up and listen to the audio. Getting an inbound at sideline left from the hash mark. Nikhil in his face. Giddy will float it into Shea, and he throws up a three from 37 feet. Nothing but net. Temple was trying to foul him. They didn't call it. Inbound at Devontae. Three-quarter court. Good if it goes. He banked it in. He banked it in. He banked it in. The Pelicans have won by the most improbable shot you can even think of back-to-back improbable shots and the Pels win it 113-110 and they are running off the floor and getting the heck out of Dodge good job Tony Graffinino hey man I'll tell you this I can't imagine being uh Shea Gillis Alexander who's a pretty good player on an awful team that Thunder team but he made a the type of shot that gets you on Sports Center top 10 he made that play and then he got outshined by a shot that has it's the longest game winning buzzer beater shot in 25 years in the NBA. That's what that second shot was. So, yeah, that whole sequence was just unbelievable, but it got me thinking cuz that one that's when I was watching I didn't see the highlight. I'm watching it on TV. So, what other sport moments can you think of, Mike, that you were watching live and you just had your jaw like drop off of your face. Cause that one made me think of the, and I wasn't, I guess I wasn't watching this one live, but no, I was cause it was the iron bowl. It was on the, uh, Auburn, Alabama game. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, that kick, the kick six where they miss that field goal. Bama does. And Auburn takes it back to the house. One of the greatest, I think that's one that a lot of people have seen live. Cause it was, you know, on CBS. Why was you a huge put me game. on the spot for this? I don't know. I mean, Maybe I should have asked you like two hours before the yeah, show. Yeah, I think you, had you, any, you did, but I just forgot. I just forgot. We did end up randomly just having that audio in the system, or maybe Ted put it in before Teddy, the show. What's your answer for this? Because he was talking to you about it too. I was just too lazy to come up with something. I was going to say the kick six, but he took my. Uh, what a liar! You weren't going to say that. You have any shocking moments? Anything you were watching? You said, "Oh my!" Well, now I can't think of it. I'm on the spot. Okay. How about the um, Evan Turner shot against Michigan go. in the Big Ten tournament? Absolutely. That's Do a we great still one. have that one in the system? Well, I would hope so. It's one of the greatest plays in Ohio State basketball history. Looking Win a Big Ten tournament yeah, I have game it here. against me, Chicken. Love yeah, that. Look. David Lighty will be the inbounder from the back baseline. Inbounds Turner, left side of the backcourt. Turner crossed the timeline, throws it from high on the right. He, he hit it! He hit it, he Evan Turner! It. He hit it just inside of half court! Evan Turner at the buzzer knocks down a long three from high on the right. You got to be kidding as Evan Turner hits a shot that everybody dreams of. I got to tell you, that was the biggest shot in my whole career right there. Yeah, but somebody can still beat Michigan. How many times do you do you think in your own life did you like playing basketball as a kid or on the playground? Did you like heave up a shot and just go with three, two, one? I do it all it the time. I do it during the commercial breaks here. We have a pop a shot outside the studio, and on my last shot, I'll like time it down in my head, right, 
and that's my last shot. I walk away. If I make it, I make it. The segment's going to be good. And if, if I miss, miss it, it, well, terrible segment. You know what's going to happen. I miss it more often than not. That's why this show is terrible. And every time you miss it, I force you to get into a lunging stretch, and then I kick you in the shins. Mm-hmm. Professional workplace, Mike. Um, I do have this. This does not make me happy. It does not surprise me either. I, I told you this was going to be the case. Major League Baseball is in the middle of a lockout right now. In the early stages, but still. No yeah. business is taking place. Owners have locked out the players. You would think they'd be sitting in a conference room every single day, going point by point, trying to hammer something out and looking for common ground. Instead, I read an article today saying that they're unlikely to talk about anything until January. They've just shut down for the holidays. Nothing is being exchanged. No ideas. I I don't understand this. You can say, well, it's Christmas time. So you're just going to waste three weeks? You're just going to throw three weeks away? of possible negotiation time that could help you start the season on time. If this season is delayed by three weeks, then you can look at this time period and point to why. Absolutely. Well, and and what I don't understand either is uh, some people might be thinking these are a bunch of, you know, these billionaire owners. They, they're just, they're, they're not motivated. They just want to, you know, kind of wait this out a little bit. This is their business. Is it not? All these guys ever want to talk about is how they don't make any money and they can't afford to pay these players and it's so expensive and everything costs so much money. Well, if you miss a month of the season or more because you guys are dragging your feet and nothing gets done, are you going to be able to afford that? You're going to lose out on revenue. You're going to lose out well, on of course they are. your game and revenue and everything else. You know, the players don't have a ton of incentive now either because they don't get paid in the offseason anyway, so they haven't missed any checks yet. No. Once they start missing checks, it's going to be, come on, guys, let's hurry up. Yeah. All all right. Well, you got all this time. You could be hammering something out. Instead, you're just playing tiddlywinks. I don't get it. It's it's frustrating, and we know there's nothing that's going to change that. I don't know why. I would think you want to get this done. I told you this was going to happen. Well, yeah, I know, and and it's not. You're not wrong. Obviously, I didn't doubt you when you said it. You doubted me. I made the shot. Is Would that, you rather? Okay. Would you rather is coming up next. Tom and Manning T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-71 southbound after 11th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And still watching heavy delays from Route 315 southbound after 670. There's a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane, and traffic is stop and go. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hitting speed bumps in your hiring process. Streamline your route to hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract screen and Indeed candidates all in the same place. Find your next grid hired and visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan pennies and the Walrus 
are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Can I show my... I have an employee badge here. Well, I think it's... Can I show my badge? I think they're trying to get this for people actually doing some real stuff in the world. I'm doing some stuff. All right. right. Helping people through their day. All right, fine. Uh, Bacon House says, my guys. Tell them about it, JoJo. Would you rather have Urban Meyer coach your NFL team for three years or be forced to attend Meyer's leadership and character class one day a week for a year? Oh, I tell you what. I would I would pay money to go into one of those classes now. <laughs> That's what I mean. We'd probably get some good material I'd out of that. I'd be very interested to, to see. You know what? There, there, someone is going to do, probably the athletic or somebody, has already started contacting students at Ohio State who took that class to say, what'd you learn out of curiosity? How'd that go? Uh, Mark says, my guys. You need a Hummer? Would you rather never be able to eat desserts again, or would you never be able to eat snack food again? Desserts. I, 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 my weak, I, look, I love desserts, but my weakness is salty snacks. I need my salty snacks. I would give up desserts. So a snack would obviously, I would think, entail like crackers, chips, things like that. Yes. Are we talking like... Nuts. French, okay, but like French fries, I could still eat because that's not really a snack. That's part that's of a, a meal. That's part of a meal. That's a side. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think I would actually get rid of the snack food. I would go more dessert. I, I would, I'd prefer to have desserts still be a thing. Uh, Jay asks, would you rather get a lap dance from Nick Saban or would you rather have Freddy Krueger give you a rectal exam? Oh, Lord. Well, I'll take the lap dance from the, Nick too. Saban. Yeah. I don't want to... I mean, as he may get violent during it, but I he doesn't know. have razor blades on his pee-pee. Right. Well, did, did they say that he has to be nude during the lap dance? I'm, just, just, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he's nude. I'm assuming he's wearing his khaki pants and tucked in polo shirt, but still giving me a lap dance, and that's fine. Uh, Corey says, my guys... Let him live. Would you rather be kicked in the leg by Urban... Or have Urban stick his finger up where the sun don't shine while wearing jeans. But you, so you have jeans on. Ugh. Uh, I think I'd just rather get kicked in the leg. Get it over with. Can I re- can I retaliate if he kicks me in no, the leg, though? No, you got to take it. Oh, well, still, I'd rather I think I that. would be fondled. I would have him You'd fondle be me. Fondled? He's not, I mean, he's going to kick you. It's going to probably hurt a little bit, but come on. Uh, Muggsy's Leaper yeah. says, my guys. They're all going to laugh at you! Would you rather survive the daily grind of an NFL head coach or grind on women at your restaurant? <laughs> There's a lot of these today. There's a lot of these yeah, today. I'm surprised. I'm really, really hey, surprised. Hey, man, I'm just letting them go. I'm letting them go for people. Sure. Uh, T-Bone Stan account asks, would you rather have Urban Meyer be your boss at the fan for a week or would you rather gamble your hard-earned money on international women's handball like an unnamed producer at the fan? He says, spoiler alert, it's Hayden. <laughs> Triple H is gambling on international yeah. women's handball? Hey, man, if you can gamble on it, it makes it more interesting. That's what I know. I didn't know he was such a degenerate. Oh, yeah, he's he's a big gambler. Okay. I think I'm, uh, I'd still rather have Urban be our boss at the fan for a week. Just see how that goes. Uh, He'd be miserable. Clint says, my guys. I want me some glory hope. Would you rather for the entire day have a rock in your shoe or an eyelash in your eye? Rock in the shoe. All day, every day. Yeah, I can't. The eyelash in the eye thing is is bad. Uh, Kent says, my guys. I got bronchitis. 
Would you rather anytime you're driving, there are no other cars within 200 yards of you and all lights are green or any fast food drive through is not only clear of cars, but they always give you the special treatment. He's got special treatment in quotes. What does that mean? I don't know what that if that means extra food or, or massage cracky yeah. or what are, what are we doing here? I think I, I would clearly go with the uh, nobody within 200 yards and well, me all too. the green lights. Because I eat early anyway. Well, also, a lot of times I end up going to eat on the way home because I get stressed out by the traffic and I'm like, I got to get out of this. Let's pull off and get a burger. So that would solve that problem because I just get home quicker. Uh, Andrew says, my guys. Yeah, boy. Would you rather find out that your favorite team just hired Urban Meyer as head coach or have your sphincters oh, sewn Lord. shut with barbed wire? Lord. Um... He can coach the Browns. Go right ahead. I think that's going to be more miserable for him than me. I'm used to the Browns being stupid. Uh, Shup Fantasy Football says, my guys. Dickie the Punchline Donkey on Cool 97.1. Would you rather listen to Drew Barrymore's talk show five hours each week forever or let Jim Harbaugh in his khaki pants live in your guest bedroom for the entire summer of 2022? Yeah. Um, I'd listen to the I'd listen to yeah, the talk show. Watch I, the talk show. Listen to I don't it, whatever. Want to have to deal with like chesty Jim Harbaugh, who's all excited and telling you about how great Michigan is. No, I don't want to hear that. Uh, Zach says, "My guys, absolute drunken orgies." Would you rather have to eat one entire bag of dog food? He says the bag that hurts your back when you pick it up within a year. Or have the only water you consume be hot dog water for a full year? Oh, I'm going dog food all the way. I'm not drinking hot you dog can spa- water. You can space that out over a whole year. Over a whole year. So you probably take like a few handfuls a day. And you just walk around and kind of pop them in when you feel like it. And, you know, suck them down. It's kind of what you got to do. Suck them down. That's yep. right. Cody says, my guys. Some early onions. Would you rather do jello shots off Pole Assassin's Monkey or let Pole Assassin's Monkey do jello shots <laughs> off of you? <laughs> you I'll, do, I'll do the jello shots. I want to have control over the situation. I want to see what Pole Assassin's Monkey does with a jello shot. I would like to believe the jello shot would distract it from doing anything to me. Uh, Ken says, my guys. Common man, would you rather watch every Blue Jackets game with Urban Meyer next to you? to talk with or have Bone dance a jig on your new slate table and then drops a deuce in the corner <laughs> pocket. He's talking about my new my new uh, billiards table, which I have not received yet, by the way. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want... You know what, though? Urban's not going to talk to me much, probably, right? No. I'll just sit there with him. I enjoy your company. I don't know if I need you to deuce on my new table. I, I understand that, and that's fine. I pick a winner. A lot of good ones today. I I mean, the one we laughed at the most, I feel like, was Cody's. So let's give it to Cody. Which one was Cody? That was the Pole Assassin's Monkey Jello Shots thing. Cody gets a $50 gift card to The Walrus. Song of the day today. Lately it's hard to let you know that I'll never Is Howl by Scottish rock band Biffy Clyro. From the 2016 album called Ellipsis, which is by far my favorite Biffy Clyro album. Song did reach number 13 on the mainstream rock tracks. The band, very popular in the UK. Never really caught on here, though. 
Simon Neal is the front man. He's a very talented guy. They have a new album out, just came out a couple months ago, called The Myth of the Happily Ever After. It is good. It is not as good as Ellipsis. If you were to combine Foo Fighters and, I'm going to say, Queen, you would have Biffy Clyro. So give him a listen, a listen if you like the rock and roll. Easy for me to say. And I also ask all of you to not watch us go through a football on the fans' TikTok account. Why is Thank that? Thank you. Because we're terrible. What are you, what are you talking about? I, I feel good about what I did. You shouldn't feel good about what My you did. My throw was fine. My belly was hanging out, but I don't care. I'm used to that. My throw was fine. I don't, <laughs> mind, my, I don't mind my throw. I'm a fat guy. Look like the hefty lefty out there compared to you. Hefty lefty, sadly, dead. I know. I know he Way is. to bring him up, ruin the segment. I didn't ruin the segment. You did. Now you brought me down. I said I looked like, what are you talking about? I had a about? wonderful song, oh. and now you've ruined it by talking about dead quarterbacks. By the way, you picked a band that actually is still making music, so that's that's newer, right? You haven't you haven't done that yeah, very often. A song from 2016. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you picked, as opposed to picking bands where you're like, this band peaked at 1984. Well, I, I don't you know. listen to a ton of new stuff. All right. I'm not doing it on purpose. That just happens to be what I like. I think you are doing it on purpose. All right. That's what I think. I, 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 like, I like how I pick something that's relevant and you're like, ah! No, I... Good I, for you for actually doing something! I was giving you praise. I said, good job. You pick something new that's different. Good for you. What, you want a sticker? Yeah. You want a little lollipop sticker action? Sticker Brad. Stupid Brad. Okay. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Lane Avenue at Riverside Drive. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as traffic begins to build. And an accident has cleared from Wilson Road north of West Broad Street, but traffic is still slow as it clears there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fixed phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Filling in for Timmy tonight, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, Chops. Tyvis Powell and I tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a supersized show. you got the extended version, two and a half hours. 8.30, yeah. Yeah. Because we, we got jackets time at mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yep. And so we decided not to go back to crappy ESPN radio programming for just half an hour. Instead, just stick with crappy so it's crappy me. local programming yeah. instead. <laughs> That'll be good. But it's consistent. <laughs> it's consistently crappy. What's coming up on the show tonight? We're going to ask Tyvis uh, about the recruiting class, you know, after that came down yesterday. And there's still time for that to build. We're going to go over some of the player sound. Uh, there were some OSU players available today to talk about seemingly to talk about recruiting and the Michigan game. It was technically to talk about the Rose Bowl, but nobody was asking the players about Utah and the Rose Bowl. We've got Dustin Schutte coming on to talk a little bit of the Big Ten recruiting, and we were going to talk, uh, starting to look forward to the Kentucky game on Saturday, but no longer. It has been canceled, so we're going to talk about that and what's next for the Buckeye basketball team. I want you to answer me honestly. Did you splash some fresh cologne on here before you, on you before you walked in here? No, what I did, uh, too much came out of the little the little hand cream tube, mahogany teak wood. Okay, got it. The cold weather. I know it's been warmer. I'm just the last saying. I days. thought Rimmer walked in here. It's strong. It was he, more than I was expecting. So that that's number one. You don't you smell like Aqua Velva though, so it's not him. Do you do, <laughs> okay. lotion, do, you do a lot of hand lotion? Because I have to do that during this time of year. I never yeah. used to, but I've realized. That's, I was. I had a, a thing. I, I was at a crack right here, and it was. It was. It wasn't bleeding, but it was. It was painful, and so you know, it's good when you say right here when you're on the radio. <laughs> Between my ring finger and my pinky That's finger. That's not what you just showed us, chops. That was very inappropriate. Where you pointed to. Now you're trying to cover for. Skin it. gets dry in the cold weather, but yes, it. It was. You know, it's a little. It's a little tiny tube of it, and it just it. It squirted out way too much. I also got soap on myself earlier. You walked by when that happened. How'd you get soap on yourself? So the the soap out here, not in the bathrooms, and just the sink out here. Uh, I was just going to wash my hands because I was going to have an apple fritter. It was very good. Oh, and good. Um, they put normal hand soap, like the gel soap, in the foam soap dispenser. So it doesn't come out quite right. So I was hitting it, hitting it, and then it, then, it, then it really. And it just really. So I, I've had make to, the noise again. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so I've had right two. On you. two Two instances Two of squirts today. <laughs> too many squirts. <laughs> that was yeah. Corpus Allo's problem, too, but he's recovered from that. <laughs> that's good. Too many another, squirts. Another, another good. I think that's an album name there. Too, too many, many squirts? squirts. I don't know which band is putting it out, but someone's putting out Too Many Squirts. Buckeye Show. Fish. Top yeah. of the hour right here on The Fan. The extended edition. We go to 830. Then at 830 tonight, it is Jackets time against Edmonton. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Back page. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, Mike, would you rather hear about, in the spirit of would you rather, robot, fish, or the toppings that they are now offering at Domino's South Korea? Well, I'm, I'm sure we have time for both. Well, I'm let's saying, do the, which would the you pizza first? toppings first. All right. Domino's South Korea. Serves up a master three-course pizza is what they're calling this, which will include an entree, an appetizer, and a dessert all on one pizza. So what they've done is taken your traditional circular pizza. It's like Willy Wonka with the the bubble gum. Yes. So they've divided it into fourths, but two-fourths, a.k.a. one-half, for those of you math majors out there, that is going to be the main pizza. So picture if it was here like a pepperoni and sausage or something like that would be half the pizza a quarter of the pizza will be like a appetizer version of whatever appetizer choices they offer i'll tell you what those are in a second then the final quarter of the pizza is finished with like a sweet you know cookie topping so you get one box one circular pizza but you get your appetizer slices now these are cut into strips 
not triangles right. or squares. Uh, and then a, a slice down the middle to make it, you know, into the fourth. And but, it's all made on the same dough. They didn't combine all, like yeah. a chocolate dough on the no, one. It's all on anything. one pizza. So you have the appetizer portion, which features a topping of sweet tomato compote with ricotta cheese and white balsamic sauce. That's the appetizer. The main dish entree features Cajun marinated shrimp, flour squid, tossed in horseradish sauce, and pieces of Korean barbecue beef. The dessert portion comes uh, topped with sweet potato mousse, fromage blanc cream cheese mousse, and cheesecake cubes. Let me tell you something, and this is one of my pet peeves. If this would have been developed in this country, the news story that would circulate around the world is, look at those fat Americans and what they'll eat. You're right. But because this is Korea... It's like, oh, what a novel concept. I see what they're doing there. Yep, okay. You're exactly right. You know now. what? We always get a bad rap when it comes to our fat-ass tendencies. But the world is just like us. Even more so because they're trying to catch up. Now, would you eat that pizza? Sure. I think it's oh, yeah. The middle, the appetizer one sounds like pizza, mostly. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever had shrimp on pizza, but well, I, I, I like would definitely shrimp try on that. Pizza. It's very good. Yeah. I don't know if I, I like ever shrimp had and a, pasta, so it's pretty close. Shrimp on pizza, either. Now that I think, about you know, it. I was watching the other day, and you should just punch me in the head for watching it. The Canadian feed of an Ottawa Senators hockey game. Okay, and they were showing the you know the Canadian commercials, and Canadian McDonald's comes on. They got a special quarter pounder they're running up north of the border. It's like our regular quarter pounder, yeah, but it's got fried onions, French fried onions on top of it. It's got bacon. And they smother it in an, a creamy onion sauce, which looks like a chip dip yeah. on this pizza. Yeah. Why can't our McDonald's do something I, like this? Why do the me. Canadians get that? I don't understand. I wonder if it's because we have restaurants that make so many specialty burgers and we tend to just get the normal burgers at restaurants. I guess that could be. Canada doesn't have specialty burger restaurants? I don't know. What I've never been to Canada. <laughs> I can't say. I've never been. <laughs> they do have milk in a bag in some parts of Canada. So maybe. Milk in a bag? Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge thing up in Canada. Well, I guess I've you never get, seen that. You get like a pitcher and then you take your milk in the bag, you cut a little hole in the top of it, and then you stick it in the pitcher, and then you basically have milk in a pitcher. But. <laughs> The, the pitcher is made to hold the It's just the bag. another container that the milk it's, comes yeah, it's, in. It's way more complicated than just giving you a jug of milk. So I don't know why they do it, but it is a thing. All right. Buckeye Show is next. Jack, it's time at 8.30. This show returns tomorrow at 3. Albeit not with any of us, but someone I'll, will I'll, be here. I'll be here. Oh, you're Chops hosting the show there. tomorrow. Chops will be there tomorrow. Who's with you tomorrow? Biddle. Chops and Biddle tomorrow. All Buckeyes all the time. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. A disabled vehicle still blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound after westbound 670. Traffic is still bumper to bumper in this area as they try to get things clear. And an accident also blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound before Weber Road. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Santa Bucks are here at your neighborhood Meyer, and you decide what's on sale. You can save up to $50 on the things that you want most, like shoes, apparel, health and beauty supplies, and more. Save even more all week long with Santa Bucks and Meyer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck! 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald, Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> And I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You you would. You would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop it What am I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just (laughs) saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you gotta do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah. Like I have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer than it's shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing, that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. right I now don't, <laughs> i don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 